Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. Hopefully it makes the day go a little better. I guess <laughs> maybe get you through driving up and down the road or getting ready for work in the morning or winding down in the evening or laundry or dishes or changing diapers or cleaning or conference period lunches something I appreciate y'all joining me Not a lot different on the homestead. Still kind of enjoying slash being grateful for the rain. You can tell one of the ways you can tell how dry and what a poor job watering I did this summer was is in the last week or two of me doing a better job watering and just a little bit of rain. We've got some blossoms on the peach tree now. And of course, they're not going to turn into anything. It's way too late. But it was really dry. <laughs> really dry. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for rain. Thank you for the people who listen to and share, subscribe to this podcast, to those who are encouraging, be with them, bless them, surround them with your angels, protect them from evil of any kind, guide them through the day, help them to feel your peace throughout the day, and draw them close to you. Watch over our, our military and our law enforcement, Father those who get up every day and go out into our cities to protect us, those who are on the border and feel alone and forgotten, feel like they're fighting a battle that nobody cares about anymore, those who are overseas, who are disquieted because of what they see and hear, who wonder if anybody even thinks about them, is grateful for them. Our firefighters who went into buildings when most others won't or can't. Who show up to work every day not knowing what the day is going to bring. Be with all of these, Father. Protect them. Keep them safe. Draw them close to you. Be with their families. Comfort their families. Help them and us to trust in you, to know that even if things don't turn out the way that we want them to or think they should, that you're still in control. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. And God, my words, please, Father. Amen.
So there's some great quotes. Uh, I was pulling this out of a <clears throat> section in the Founder's Bible, uh, and there's some different quotes mentioned alongside it. And I'm going to use the, the Patriot's Bible and America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotes. Phenomenal resources if you can get them online. You can buy the Founder's Bible on Wall Builders, the Wall Builders website, uh, David Barton. You can buy it online too at places like Thrift Books or Barnes & Noble or Amazon when they have copies. Uh, Patriot's Bible, same deal. And the America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotes. It's by William Federer, I think. I just lost it. I had it. Yeah, Federer. I always have trouble remembering his name, which is shameful. Uh, but if you have the money, and I know things are tight, nothing's getting cheaper these days. But phenomenal resources. Those are the kind of books that you can get with the intention of passing on to your children and your grandchildren or buying for them. Uh, just, I can't emphasize enough how great those resources are, how important they are. They should be the primary textbooks in every single class across the country. And, and we definitely need them in our homes. So anyway, there, there's some other great quotes here. I'm afraid I'm going to have to skip for now. Uh, there's one, we've read it before, uh, or read some quotes by him, and I'm going to murder the last name, but Elias Boudinot, something, I know that's not right, but that's as close as I can get right now. Um, he was president of Congress during the American Revolution, one of the framers of the Bill of Rights, First attorney admitted to the Supreme Court bar. Well, this isn't really one of the presidential quotes, but I'll read it real quick and then we'll move on. Were you to ask me to recommend the most valuable book in the world, I should fix on the Bible as the most instructive both to the wise and ignorant. Were you to ask me for one book affording the most rational and pleasing entertainment to the inquiring mind, I should repeat, it is the Bible. And should you renew the inquiry for the best philosophy, the most interesting history, I should still urge you to look into your Bible. I would make it, in short, the Alpha and Omega of knowledge. So just, just another example outside the presidents um, that shows just how important the Bible was to our founders and to the founding of the nation. George Washington, though, one of my favorite quotes. Uh, there's some comments out there that whether this is really a quote by his or not. I'm always, but those, those comments seem to have come around lately. And we have so many quote, unquote, historians who are really just revisionist writers today that I... Uh, I really struggle to believe if there's been a quote floating around there for a long time when somebody all of a sudden, you know, and by all of a sudden, I mean within the past few decades says, oh, well, this isn't, this isn't true. This isn't right. Um, always a little hesitant, a little skeptical to believe them. 
because there's just an education and, and history as part of that today. And, and even sadly, the people that run places like Mount Vernon and Monticello, there's a lot of real strong leftist ideology. And, and a lot of times their desire to push forward this secularist leftist narrative overrides their desire to tell the truth, to tell history. And so at the best case, at the worst case, they just tell outright lies. At the best case, they take a little bit of truth and twist it and taint it so that you kind of think it might be true, but it's not. So anyway, this quote from Washington, I'm going to consider it still his quote. It is impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. I mean, that that pretty much sums it up, right? First president, you can't really govern well without God and the Bible. You can govern, but it's going to be a real poor job. John Quincy Adams, the first and almost the only book deserving of universal attention is the Bible. I speak as a man of the world and I say to you, search the scriptures. Woodrow Wilson, the Bible is the one supreme source of revelation of the meaning of life, the nature of God, and spiritual nature and needs of men. It is the only guide of life which really leads the spirit in the way of peace and salvation. America was born a Christian nation. America was born to exemplify that devotion to the elements of righteousness which are derived from the revelations of Holy Scripture. Born to exemplify devotion to righteousness, to the elements of righteousness. Born a Christian nation. It strikes me reading these folks, and I've said this in the past, but, you know, we're not, we haven't developed as the greatest nation on earth, the last best hope of earth, because we were smarter, or stronger, or faster, or bigger. You've got countries throughout history that you could make the argument were smarter than we are, better at creating things than we are, stronger, or faster, or more powerful militarily than we have been at times. Because we see it today from the end looking back, right? We look around today and you could make the argument that for the past century or so, America really has been faster and stronger and smarter. But we're looking at the end product. We're not looking because we don't look at history anymore. We don't teach it in schools anymore. We're not looking at the process. You know, how did we get here? 
How did we get to this point of being a superpower, being great, etc.? And and Wilson, regardless of what you think of him as a man, in fact, that again, that that might be all the more condemning if you really think that he's kind of a. Well, I won't use that word here. Some of the terms we used in the Marine Corps. If you think he's really not that good a man, that's kind of all the more condemning that he would acknowledge that, yeah, this is the way we were born. This is what's made us great. This is why we're re- we were created. Right? I, I hope, yeah, well, at any rate, um, Um, um and uh, that'll get you killed. We had an instructor, our, our CO at the basic school in the Marine Corps. And I may have told this on here before, I probably have, so I apologize to those of y'all that have been around for a while. But we had to take one battle and kind of dissect it. And it wasn't long, it was just for a few minutes. I want to say maybe like five, five, six minutes, that was tops. It might not even been that long, folks. But the point was, if you used uh or um more than six times, you failed. It was an automatic failure. For most of us, some of y'all out there, you don't have this problem, and, and thank God that you don't, really. But for most of us, when we try and carry on a conversation without us and ums, you ought to try it sometime. It's kind of shocking how dumb we sound and how often we use filler words to make sure that nobody else can start to talk because we still have so much that's important to say. At any rate, I think I managed to talk our way through the last little part of this. So we'll come back tomorrow. We're going to, or the next podcast, start with uh, Coolidge, I think. But just a great quote, folks. If you don't remember anything else from this podcast today, and really, if you if you don't remember much else from this series on presidents, Try to remember this one line from Woodrow Wilson, who was, regardless again of what you think, our 28th president. America was born a Christian nation. And anytime you hear somebody say other than that, realize they don't, they either don't know what they're talking about or they're purposefully trying to be deceptive. Because that is what has made us great, folks. That is how we have gotten where we got in a good way. And it's the reason that we're where we are in a bad way now is because we've rejected that truth that we were born a Christian nation. And the only way to turn things around is to turn back to God. Not a politician, not a party, but to God. You really want to make America great again. You 
have to turn to God first. In your individual lives, we have to do it in the way we act on a day-to-day basis as just individual people. We have to do it in our marriages. We have to do it in the way that we raise our children. We have to do it in our schools, in our communities, in our states, in our nation, in our institutions. If you get a chance, tell somebody about the podcast today. I would be very grateful. Y'all are the reason that it that it continues to grow. Y'all are the reason that word of mouth, uh, that's far better than any advertising or social media that, that we can do. So thank you so much. And if you are so inclined, you can subscribe to the extra podcast over on Buzzsprout. The link is in the show notes. And... It's $3 a month. You get the extra episodes that we do each month. So God bless y'all. God bless your marriages if you're married. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.